Hello everybody and welcome to Greencast. I'm Ben Cook Northrop, your host here to guide you through our series of digital marketing and e-commerce led podcasts. Now I'm very pleased to say that we have our very own Angie Nib here who's head of paid search here at Greenlight Digital. Welcome Angie. Hello, nice to be here. Yeah, great to have you here. And today we're uh, tackling the rather tough topic of really trying to understand what we should be thinking about post-Brexit from both paid media and I guess also a digital standpoint as well. So I guess firing straight in there with the first question, how do you think that Brexit is impacting the current state of play in the UK market? So I guess the main thing that we're seeing is there's a little bit more, I guess, caution and uncertainty with, with marketeers in that we don't know the full impact that Brexit is going to have, um, which ultimately means that we as an agency are finding ourselves being challenged to do more with less. But for the industry as a whole, we can see that ad spend is actually increasing, both in the UK and abroad, with 10% of marketers or more allocating sort of over 50% of their budgets to digital. So a competitive space and I think the most sort of interesting and very tangible aspect um, and impact of Brexit so far is sort of the strength of the pound and the impact that that has on our CPCs and it's not always an obvious one but earlier this year the pound was weakening which actually meant that our auctions became much more affordable for international advertisers so we found ourselves in a situation where international advertisers were winning 12% more auctions which is great for them but they also had an effective sort of 7% drop in cost per click. So it was much, much more affordable, which meant that as a UK advertiser, we're having to spend a lot more um, and winning sort of less of the auctions and driving less traffic. So ultimately, we've seen a, a much bigger increase in terms of, of competition across the board. Does that then transform the way that you move forward with your strategies now that you have more international advertisers coming into the space? I mean it certainly means that we have to have a much closer eye in terms of who's in the space and understand the impact but across the board it means that there's that increase in cost per clicks ultimately. So your cost per clicks are always going to increase each year um, but it doesn't help when you've got a lot more competitors in the space so it means that we need to be smarter about when are we being more aggressive? When are we aiming for that top spot? And what messaging are we using to differentiate ourselves? So it's not a complete rethink, but it's certainly a higher focus on getting more out of those auctions that we're in rather than necessarily trying to get into more auctions. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So then what's the international impact of all this? So interestingly, it's kind of the reverse from an international point of view in that because the pound is weakening, effectively our products have become slightly cheaper. So historically, selling UK products internationally has often been a harder sell because they've been more expensive compared to the market. Whereas because the pound's weaker, they've effectively dropped. So now we're much more price competitive and much more affordable internationally. So typically, UK advertisers are seeing around a 10 to 20% increase in conversions when in international markets since the Brexit vote. So it's kind of like quite similar to, I guess, what we're seeing across many different industries as well in terms of the fact that it's actually sometimes helping those industries to expand further. Exactly. So what we're doing is historically UK advertisers, their first route to market has often been the EU. Um, so we've had those trade links in place. It's been very easy to go back and forth between the two. Um, and of course, it's geographically very close. But since Brexit, and we don't really know the full impact of that, but what we have seen is that more advertisers are stepping back and we as an agency are stepping back and saying, well, actually, maybe the EU isn't the most obvious or best route to market. 
and we're certainly seeing more growth in terms of ad spend further afield. So Central and Eastern Europe are predicting around 8% ad spend growth. So Western Europe is around a 2% ad spend growth, predicted 2 to 3% for this year, whereas the US is seeing around a 5% growth predicted. Um, and Asia-Pacific around a 6% growth. So it's certainly those wider markets that are seeing that impact. And what we're doing ultimately is stepping back and reviewing where the different brands could actually perform and where those audiences have a closer affinity to those brands. And what we've found with some of our clients is that markets that have previously been off limits are now back in the game. And some of the more obvious sort of easy win markets aren't really the most cost-effective mm-hmm investment anymore so it's kind of changing the state of play a little bit does that then does that actually mean then the actual biggest impact is on eu more than anything else potentially i mean to those markets are still growing so if you think like france germany spain they're, they're big markets so a two percent growth is is still reasonable growth but i think it, it's more a case of the world's just on more of an even keel when it comes to international expansion and because there isn't an obvious advantage to expanding into any one particular market it means that all markets get equal consideration so it depends what you want it depends on where you're going to have that closer affinity and it depends how big you can grow really and i guess that that then comes back to what you were saying before about the fact that ad spend is actually going up and that's because of the n- number of markets that are now being thought of in terms of obviously we advise our clients as it is anyway but for for other brands that are looking to go into the market what should they what should they be thinking about what are their key areas to consider so i guess that there's sort of five key points that we always talk to clients about thinking about first before we expand. And the first is around your customer experience. And that ultimately boils down to your content, your product and your pricing strategies. They need to be obviously unique and compelling and they need to be tailored to each of the markets. So what works in the UK won't work in the US, for example. And it'll probably be different for France, Germany and so on and so forth. From an expertise point of view as well, obviously your branding and performance teams both need to be matched to the task at hand, whether they're in-house or agencies, and they need to be a fairly equal knowledge as well. From a platform point of view, mobile is absolutely key. We all know this, but in some instances it is 60 or 70% of traffic. So, And in some of the emerging markets as well, so if you think about some of the Asian markets, particularly or Latin America, there's a lot more people on mobile than there is on desktop or tablet, for example, because it's actually cheaper in those markets to just buy a phone, right? So you need to think about what people are using in that market, but make sure that your mobile experience is, is slick and fit for purpose. Technology, fairly obviously, you need to have all your tags and pixels in place so that you can effectively track your performance and understand what's happening and attribute your budget based on actual performance rather than guesswork. And again, data is really crucial there to have that good, clean data. Yeah, so I guess, especially when you're looking at that data as well, big part of what you guys do is obviously looking at targeting a specific audience. Mm-hmm. So how is that now becoming more complex now that you're obviously having to go to these international markets and there is potentially a hold on the sort of data we can get through Brexit? Yeah, so audience is a really interesting point here. And actually the same applies in the UK as it does internationally. It's just that you've got more of it, I suppose. But there's so much more that we can do now than we could do even a few years ago. So yes, our strategies are much more complex to handle it. So we've got, you know, we can target return site users, we can target your CRM data in market audiences, we can target people based on interest, lots of different options. And the difficulty with that can be that because there's so many different options, 
the audiences you can target and you can target those audiences not only in paid search but also in display and in paid social and email to an extent as well and that kind of means that your messaging can be confused because you can target people without aligning what you're saying and you can confuse your customers and of course if you're in a new market that's going to be even worse yeah. for your for your new 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 customers as well. So in 2018, it's really important to make sure that you do have that integrated approach, and that all of your teams are talking to each other so that you're aligning that messaging. So whether you're in the UK or whether you're running internationally, it's really important, I think, to make sure your channels are working together and not against each other. So share your learnings across the channels and make sure you're testing a lot together and combining those learnings and those approaches so that you can understand what's best for your audiences in each of the different markets. I know that especially in Greenlight there's a big focus around making sure that we are integrated across all of our channels and I guess especially given the sort of clients who work with the international clients where you are going out to these broad markets I guess the strategies not just the ad spend but the actual strategies becoming bigger and more complex as we go along as well. Absolutely I mean you can't really just plan for one channel in isolation if you're trying to do more with less because the only way you can really derive those efficiencies is by integrating those channels and by really understanding how you're talking to your customer at each stage of their journey. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Angie. I think that was a complex and tough subject, but very much relevant at the moment in terms of everything going on in the world. So thank you very much for your time today. I'm sure our listeners at home will have found it very, very useful. Thank you. For further information as well, please do check out greenlightdigital.com. You'll find some more information around Angie's team and the other departments and how obviously things are changing in the world of digital marketing. And otherwise, have a great day.